Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of the Strong Mamas and Macros podcast. I am your host, Natalie Guevara, certified functional nutritionist, personal trainer, and yoga teacher. I am here to share tips, strategies, and tools to help you feel strong from the inside out. I am overwhelmed with the response from last week's episode. So many of you guys reached out and said that you were struggling with those things as well. And um, we're really appreciative of the tips. And there's so many things that you guys are, are already implementing to make sure that you are taking care of yourself and feeling your absolute best as we move into the busy holiday season. So if you haven't listened to that episode, I encourage you to go back one episode after you finish this one and take a listen. It was all about um, the three things that you may be struggling with this time of year and what to do about them. So we're going to build upon that sort of kind of as we move into this week's episode. And this week's episode, I want to talk about environment and lifestyle. And, um, so this episode came about cause I was thinking, um, you know, I, I, I love to decorate my home. And so, uh, this past year I decorated for Halloween. That's not something I did last year. Uh, last year was about a month out from shoulder surgery. So I was still in a sling and a lot of the things that, that we did during the holidays, uh, were a little bit more restricted. Of course it was 2020. So there was COVID and, um, I had had shoulder surgery. And so it just, it just felt really good, uh, to start to, to create that. And so we've carried that into November for Thanksgiving and I'm already excited to start getting up Christmas. And so it got me to really thinking a lot about environment and, you know, what really fosters success and the little things that we can do every single day to truly make sure that we are, are successful in whatever our goal is. Um, and you know, they, they've done a lot of studies that that show that um, when it comes to our health, when it comes to our well-being, when it comes to our longevity, that 80% of it is environment and lifestyle, and only 20% of it is truly genetics. And so, of course, you know, um, I think about my own family and, and different genetic things that, that we have that, that run in my family um, and different considerations that we've had there and, and truly what makes a difference in folks that um, essentially succumb to their genetic makeup versus those that actually really thrive. And a lot of it is, you know, um, choosing the correct environment, choosing the correct lifestyle, choosing the correct perceptions and, and thought processes. And so, you know, this time of year is when I see a lot of folks kind of slip away from their goals. I've been in the health and wellness space for a decade now. Um, I definitely have had my fair share of holidays where it's just like, you know, full, full on, just let everything go. And then feeling the need to, to double down and rein it in, in January. But, you know, looking at just environment and lifestyle considerations, there's just so much opportunity that we have to, you know, not necessarily even continue weight loss if that is your current goal, but to at the very least stay on track with your goals to maintain the hard work that you've done. Otherwise we just perpetuate the cycle, right? You know, if we never learn how to do quote the holidays correctly, um, then we're never going to get to a point that we can't maintain our results through the holidays. If that makes sense. Um, you know, if you constantly feel like that you need to give up your exercise, give up all your routines, your, your self-care, your well, your well-being, um, 
you know, totally eat off plan, overindulge all the time, um, give up on sleep, all these different things. If we don't learn how to navigate the healthy routines, the healthy habits, um, the healthy patterns that we've created in what I now started <laughs> to refer to as the off season, then how are we ever going to navigate it during the holiday season? Um, and this was something that was really transformative for me, even as a, as a health and, and wellness coach. I can remember really early on, uh, you know, even from a budget standpoint, even from a budget standpoint, I would just plan for folks to, to fall off when it came to November and December. I planned to have all kinds of free time. I wouldn't be training as many clients. I wouldn't have as much work to do because folks just didn't care during the holidays. And, you know, look Looking back on it now, that was really, really, really poor of me as a coach because it is my job to coach and empower you and support you when things get tough. And, but at that stage in my life, I was very much on the same path of my clients. I was, you know, really into it January all the way through, you know, August, September and into October, and then just kind of let it go November and December. And I definitely would lose, uh, gain a few pounds, um, feel the bloat, feel the fatigue, um, feel all the things that my clients were feeling. And we were all kind of on the same page when it came back, um, to January 1st. The only difference was, is, you know, just my profession being my profession. I was a little bit more, you know, prepared to be able to, to do a little bit of hard work. Um, and uh, frankly, being in the gym all day, I had a little bit more opportunity to do it. And that literally was the only difference. However, fast forward to, you know, years of making mistakes, both personally and professionally, to get to where I am now, there's, there's so many ways that we can um, almost effortlessly create the environment and create the lifestyle that ebbs and flows with the different seasons of our lives. Um, so it's just, it's frankly easy to maintain the results. Actually, frankly, it's harder um, to go back to the other way. You know, at this stage in my, in my life, at this stage, um, if for lots of my clients that have been through my 16 week program, um, it feels harder to let go of our, our healthy habits, our, our routines, um, our, our healthy way of eating than it is to maintain it. And that is ultimately my goal for every woman that comes to work with me to be able to say, um, this is, this is easier than what I was doing before. And so anyway, all that to, to be, to, to say, um, you know, there's a lot of opportunity in creating environments and lifestyles that support our success. And as you are thinking about creating these festive and warming environments, these, these cheerful and joyful environments for your family and for yourself in the coming months, I want you to consider how you can also create environments that make, um, that make positive choices easy, that make the, um, the quote, best decision, um, effortless. Like it, it's a no brainer. This is just like, it's, it's going to happen. Um, and so I just wanted to share pretty much some of the conversations that I've been having with clients. One thing that I do with clients in my program this time of year is we spend a lot of, uh, we pregame, we pregame hard. Uh, we spend a lot of, you know, September and October really thinking about what, uh, what the fall and the winter looks like. Cause I see, you know, as I mentioned in last week's episode, I see so many people start to fall off just because the days get shorter. Um, 
and it's dark and it's cold and we're just less motivated to move. We're just less motivated in general. And so one thing that I really work hard with my women is, you know, pre-gaming on, okay, how are we really going to set ourselves up for success? How are we going to create the environment? How are we going to create the routines, the patterns, the habits now? So when it gets challenging, it's easier to make the right choice. So here are just a few things that I've come up with, with my clients, some of the things that um, some of the women in my program have been implementing for gosh, four weeks now. Um, and it's really making a difference in how they are actually getting results, how they are feeling and how they're showing up for themselves. So really, really basic. Um, you know, if you're trying to get in extra walks, put your walking shoes by the door, put it in a space where you literally have to trip over it in order to say no to going on your walk. Another strategy for this, um, and this is actually something that I've personally tried myself in motivating myself to get up and, and take an early morning walk is to literally putting my walk, walking shoes beside my bed. So when I wake up in the morning, I practically have to step on them to get over them to choose to not put them on and go outside for a walk. Of course, I put on the warm clothes. I don't just go out in my PJs, but you kind of get get the point there. Um, some of my clients that have desk jobs or they work at home, they have done things where they've put their walking shoes right beside their, their, their desk, um, you know, at their, their home office door at their work office door, lots of strategies for literally just putting it in a place where it's visual, it's front and center. Um, the same thing with, with healthy food choices. So we know that we're going to have extra holiday treats this time of year, right? So doing the things like putting the, the healthier choice or the better choice in front so that you actually have to reach around to get the other thing. This, all this is going to do, this is not a form of restriction. This is not a form of deprivation. This is not telling you that you can't have, you know, a slice of pumpkin roll or a slice of pumpkin pie or whatever your, your healthy treat or your unhealthy treat this time of year is. It's just giving you pause. So rather than reaching for the less ideal option when we're hungry, we can say, hey, I'm hungry. Perhaps I should have something that uh, lines more closely with my goal. And then I can definitely still have a little bit of this treat, but I'm going to make sure that I fill my hunger with things that are going to support me rather than things that might, you know, bring a sugar crash on. Um, so little things like that, putting fresh, fresh fruit in a bowl. This is, this is decorative and just a reminder to, you know, Choose that option first. Um, in the pantry, if we have extra things like cookies, making sure that we're putting things like, you know, protein bars or some other kind of healthy pantry snack in front of those cookies. So again, you have to you have to pause and think about your choice. Does that mean that you're not going to have any Christmas cookies? Absolutely not. But if we're hungry, perhaps we should, you know, eat 75% of the way with a healthier option and then top it off with something that we enjoy as well. It's so easy to add in moderation with when we are not coming from a place of restriction, right? If you tell yourself that you can't have Christmas cookies in order to stay on track, all you're going to want are those Christmas cookies. But if we can be really strategic with our placing and our environment, um, then it becomes really simple to say, okay, I'm hungry. I should eat something that's going to help support me, support the way I want to feel, the way I want to look, the way I want to be. But I'm still going to have a little bit of a cookie too, and that's okay. So finding 
uh, finding place for both of those things in, in your pantry, in your refrigerator, in your freezer, whatever have you. It's the same when you go to a holiday party. Um, you know, you may not always have the choice in how things are, are placed and, and the environment and things like that, but you can choose the environment of your plate, right? Putting the healthy options on there first, making sure you're prioritizing that, and still making sure that you're having what I refer to as joy foods as well. Other strategies are changing into your workout clothes before leaving work. So if you work out outside of the home, this is a strategy that I've done with a couple of clients over the fall that's been um, really, really helpful is, you know, know, if you're going to stop at the gym or even if you're going to do a workout when you get home, makes it really hard to say no to yourself when you show up at the, or you leave work, you show up at home already in your workout clothes. Um, Super easy to say, okay, yeah, I'm already, already doing that. If you're trying to reduce scrolling, mindless scrolling at the end of the day, place a book by your bed. If at all possible, this is, and this is something I kind of make fun of my husband for this, but it is a really good idea. He has a really old alarm clock. Like I'm talking from college alarm clock and it is so loud. That is my number one complaint. Um, but it allows us to put phones in the other room. And this is a strategy that I've done um, a few times. I do little, uh, I call them cleanses where I just try to be mindful of because it's so we're we're so naturally, um, naturally addicted. I don't have a better word for it. We're addicted, um, to our cell phones. It's just a natural habit to just reach over and and grab your phone to scroll or look something up or check your schedule or check your text messages when it's really not necessary when we're trying to settle, settle in, um, go to sleep and, you know, still prioritizing things like sleep this time of year. Um, just because it's the holidays and we feel like there's so many extra things to do, we still need to be looking at what, what our big things are, what are our, our big dial movers and, sleep is, is just a non-negotiable, right? Drinking your water is non-negotiable. Nourishing foods are non-negotiable. Otherwise your tank is going to run, wind up on fumes and you're going to be running on those fumes until you crash into a wall guaranteed. And you probably, you know, you might be sitting there saying, yeah, usually around, you know, mid December, I start, I start to crash and burn between all the, the social outings, um, the kids stuff at school, the kids stuff with this and that, um, Christmas shopping, all those different things. Like what would change if you were nourishing your body, if you were moving for energy production, getting plenty of sleep, getting plenty of water and you felt good. Um, and that, that's really, really what I want you to, to understand by doing some of these things that it is so, so possible to feel good. It is possible to enjoy yourself, to enjoy the holiday, to show up as your absolute best self in your family, in your work, in all the holiday functions and feel good. Um, so consider that when you are, are trying to look at, at ways that you can make this, this easier when it comes to, you know, doing the workout or not. Um, how can you make it easier to work out? The first thing is, you know, really realistically looking at your schedule, right? Um, if you, you know, and this is, this is something, this is a hard pill for me to swallow as well. Um, I love working out. I love moving, but you know, when I look at, I've got to travel this day, um, I'm going to be working for 12 hours this day, you know, it's not realistic to stack something else on. So be realistic with the time that you have available. And rather than saying that you need to squeeze a 30 minute workout into a day that you literally have 15 minutes to spare, find yourself a 15 minute workout, move your workout to another day. But don't just tell yourself the lie of I don't have time. How can you create the, the environment, the conditions, the lifestyle 
that is going to support you saying yes. Is it possible for you to get up extra 15 minutes early and still get plenty of quality sleep and do a 15 minute workout? Can you find 15 minutes in your hectic schedule three times a week so that you feel good, you're energized, and you're still working towards your goal? How proud of yourself would you be if you woke up on January 1st and rather than taking steps backwards, you took steps forwards towards reaching your goal? So, um, you know, again, going back to creating the conditions, the alarm, the alarm clock, you know, turned into... Um, taking our phones outside of the room, putting a bed, uh, a bed, a book beside the bed, different things like this. I encourage you to look around at your, um, you know, again, we're addicted to our phones. We're constantly grabbing our phones, checking all these different things. Um, you know, what are you naturally doing? What are your default habits? And what do you actually want to be doing? What would actually serve your, your goals? What would actually serve how you want to feel this holiday season? better? And how can you just make that choice? Absolutely effortless. So, so, so easy. So easy um, that there's no other option. There's just no other option. And so I encourage you to use some of the strategies and use some of the strategies um, in last week's episode too, right? On getting enough water in, making sure you're getting enough movement, all those different ways that you can literally wake up on January 1st and feel so much better than you do right now today because you stayed consistent towards working towards your goals. And it was so easy. You didn't even feel like you had to do anything to get there. So I'd love to know what, you know, I'm going to create a thread actually, um, in the strong mamas and macros Facebook community. So make sure you join us over there. Um, you can head to updogwellnessandfitness.com and click, click on the little link to join us. It's a totally free community, but I'm going to create a, um, a little running, running tab in there. Um, let us know, how are you creating conditions for success this holiday season? What are you changing about your environment? How are you maintaining the healthy lifestyle that you've been working for, um, the past several months so that you can carry it all the way into the new year? I would love for you to share with other women. Um, it is inspiring. It is encouraging. And that is what we're all about. So I hope this was helpful. I would love to hear from you and I will talk to you guys again soon.